Yes, dear respected listeners of Marcus Sahaba, uh, inshallah ta'ala, today we will be speaking for just a few minutes, a very short nasiha, something which I could share with you that we've learned from our elders. If you take one or two ayat of the Holy Quran and we ponder over them, um, we'd learn a great deal uh, of life lessons from them. So if you look at the one ayah, Allah ta'ala says, Ya bi-sabri was-salah. That, oh, you who believe, seek assistance, seek help from Allah via, by the means of sabr, which is patience, and salah, which is our salah. So we understand from this ayah that when we want to seek help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our daily life, then we should do this via sabr, being patient. In, a, in another hadith, Allah ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanusbiru wa sabiru wa rabitu. That, O oh, you who believe, O oh, oh, believers, isbiru, endure, and be even more patient. Meaning, endure, be patient, and then be even more patient in life. وَرَابِطُ And then protect the limits of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we understand from these ayat that patience is indeed a virtue. Now, if you look at the world that we are living in today, the world that we are living in today is a, is a very fast, ever-changing, at-our-fingertips type of world. If you look at the history of mankind, people lived in a certain manner for thousands and thousands of years. And in the last 50 years or 60 or 80 years possibly, the world has changed to such an extent that somebody who lived 150 years, if he had to be alive today, he would say this is not, a, uh, in, this is not the world that he lived in. For it has changed drastically. Everything has become motorized. Uh, everything has become instant. Everything has become immediate and now. And that's how people want it. Whatever it may be, if it's in terms of travel, in the, time, in the past people used to take a month or two to travel a certain distance. Today it can be done instantly in just a few months, in just a few hours, for example. Um, in a person, for example, driving home from work, firstly he won't be sitting on a horse, he'll be driving in his car, he'll be going much faster. He gets home, the gate is automatic, the... Um, the garage door is automatic. He just presses buttons instantaneously. It opens up. He goes into his house. Another button. Sometimes people are watching television. They press buttons. Or the coffee machine is instant. Everything is just buttons. Everything is just instant. So in terms of food as well, there's instant coffee. There's instant. Everything is instant. Two-minute noodles. You can have a full meal. Everything is pre-packed. Just instant. Everything is ready at your fingertips. If you look at sport, for example, today, from the very, very long uh, styles of sport, things are getting shorter and shorter as we go along. If you look at, if you want answers today, in the past, people would have had to go through an encyclopedia and go open up and go and see if they can find an answer when they get home. Now, while they're driving, somebody asks a question instantaneously, you can just open up Alama Google and you'll have your answer. If you look at terms of uh, in, uh, studying, people used to study for many hours and long courses, now the, sh- the courses are even getting shorter. People are having crash courses and everything. So people want everything instantaneously. They want it uh, right now. And people do not have patience today. When it comes to shopping, people used to shop in different manners. Today it's shopping on, uh, online instantaneously. You press a few buttons, you order it, and within a few hours or within a day or two, it's at your doorstep. So things are becoming more instant, and people want it that way. And people do not have patience to wait for anything longer. And all of these things today are serving this ever-increasing desire of, the, of humankind today, and that desire is of instant gratification. 
Now, if we have to analyze this in the eyes of the Sharia and juxtapose the life of Rasulullah sallam, you will find, unfortunately, there are very few parallels. On the one hand, Rasulullah sallam and the Sahaba had to endure hours and days and lives of sacrifice where their entire lives were sacrificed, their entire lives were just forbearance, enduring, and patience. And on the other hand, our lives today, um, are, as we mentioned, just instant, we have this um, unsatiable desire of instant gratification, and um, whether this is healthy for us or not, this only our deen and, our, and, and the Qur'an will be able to tell us. If you look into the lives of the Anbiya, into the lives of, of the Sahaba, into the lives of those of the past, we'll find that their lives were, were filled with adversity, they were filled with forbearance, filled with perseverance, with patience. And if we look, take a few examples, if you look at uh, the Anbiya, alayhim wasalam, first, there is a hadith that أَشَدُّ النَّاسِ بَلَاءً الْأَنْبِيَاءِ that those who would be tested the most severely would be the Anbiya alayhim salatu wasalam, then the Salihun, the pious people, then those who are similar to them and those who are similar to them. So we understand that the Anbiya would be tested the most. They would have to, have, have to endure uh, the most difficulties and the most adversity. If you look at Ayyub alayhi salatu wasalam, he was a, a Nabi who was given everything in terms of this worldly life. He had huge amounts of wealth. He was given a wonderful family with lots of children. And being blessed with all of this and being a Nabi, he obviously fulfilled all the requirements or whatever was asked of him to the best of his ability and even more than that. And even more than what was required of him. So in terms of his wealth, he used to, he used to be very generous. He used to give out so much in charity that people used to say that this person is really extremely generous. In terms of his family, he used to look after them. He, had, he used to nurture them and look after them. And despite all of that, Allah Ta'ala still tested him. Because he was a Nabi and because Allah Ta'ala wanted to test him, he was tested with his wealth, his health, and his family as well. And um, the, the forbearance which was displayed by him in the face of all these, on all the difficulties, was really, was really amazing. That Allah Ta'ala said, إِنَّا Indeed, we have found him to be extremely patient. Indeed, we have found him uh, to be an excellent servant and one who is off returning in Tawbah. So we understand very quickly from this that so many times in life, Allah Ta'ala has blessed people with so much of, uh, of goodness in this world. It will be health, it will be wealth, it will be family, it will be whatever it may be. And people will discharge what is required of them. They will be ticking all the right boxes, as we say. They will be performing their salah. They will be doing whatever is required of them. And then tests and adversity will still come to them. And people ask the question, but why me? I'm doing everything that is required of me. And they become despondent in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But that is not how it should be. Allah ta'ala is testing us as well. And we should display the same forbearance, the same tolerance, the same patience. Uh, in the face of these adversities. So Yuvala was one example. They are all the lives of the, Sahara, of the Anbiya are exactly the same. All of them had displayed so much of patience uh, during their lives. 
if you look at Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam himself, um, Anas radiallahu ta'ala anhu reports that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, I have been harassed for the sake of Allah like none other. And I have been threatened for the sake of Allah like none other. And for 30 consecutive days and nights, uh, it would pass without himself and Bilal radiallahu ta'ala anhu having enough for, a, for, a, for, for any human being to eat. And all that they could eat was so little that, and in turn, just to give an idea, he said that it could even fit under the armpit of Bilal radiallahu ta'ala anhu. That was how little food they used to have for an entire month. So this is what Rasulullah sallallahu had, had endured during his life. If you look at the Sahaba, Ridwanullahi ta'ala alim ajma'in, there are so many stories of the sacrifices, of the adversity, of the patience uh, during this worldly life. Ammar ibn Yasir radiallahu ta'ala anhu, we know the story that uh, once uh, when uh, Uthman radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he says he was walking with Rasulullah sallallahu in Badha, which is a rocky area in Mecca, and they saw Ammar radiallahu ta'ala anhu and his parents being tortured in the sun to make them forsake Islam. Uh, Ammar radiallahu ta'ala anhu's father, whose name was Yasir, he cried out that, Oh Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi this has been happening forever. Meaning, can't you stop it, O Rasulullah? Can't you, can't you, you stop this torture? We, are, we really cannot bear it anymore. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, that be patient, O family of Yasir, sabran ala Yasir, mawaidukum wa jannah. That forgive the family of Yasir, you have certainly, you, you have done, you have most certainly already done so. Meaning that you have already have Jannah uh, prescribed for you. If you look at the other Sahaba, if you look at Zubair, Zubair ibn Awam radiallahu ta'ala anhu, um, Hasb bin Khalid radiallahu ta'ala anhu narrates that an old man from Mosul came to them and, uh, uh, and, and said that he had accompanied Zubair ibn Awam radiallahu ta'ala anhu on a journey. And when they were in an arid land, uh, Zubair radiallahu ta'ala anhu required a bath. And he therefore told me to arrange some privacy, which I did. And as he was bathing, accidentally my gaze fell onto his body. And I noticed that his entire body was scarred by sword wounds. And I said, by Allah, the scars I have seen on you, I have never seen on anyone else. So Zubair radiallahu ta'ala anhu, I asked, did you see them? He, said, he replied, yes. And he responded by saying, every wound of these, alhamdulillah, was sustained. What Rasulullah sallallahu in the path of Allah. So these are just one or two examples in the lives of the Sahaba, how they endured and how patient they were in this worldly life. If you look at the hunger, uh, in, that was in terms of adver- adversity, in terms of, hun- of hunger, Rasulullah sallallahu uh, regarding himself, Nu'man ibn Bashir uh, once said, that do you not enjoy as much food and drink as you would like? I have seen your Rasulullah during times when he could not even find poor quality dates to fill his belly. So Rasulullah in terms of hunger, as we just discussed, he used to have at times he couldn't even find poor quality dates to fill his belly. That is how much hunger he endured. Abu Huraira once visited Rasulullah while he was um, making salah in a sitting position. So after inquiring of him, the reply was, it was hunger. And Abu Huraira burst out into tears. So Rasulullah comforted him by saying, Do not weep, verily the hungry person will not encounter meticulous reckoning on the day of judgment. And he hopes for reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by enduring hunger was patience in this world. So patience is indeed virtue in every aspect of life, whether it is adversity, 
whether it's in hunger, whether it's in terms of our work, in terms of our jobs. If you look at the daughter of Rasulullah sallallahu who was the queen of Jannah, Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha, and if anyone were to be spared household chores, uh, um, it would have been her. Many times, um, or at times, most of the, uh, the, the, the women folk, alhamdulillah, very hardworking, but sometimes some of them might complain due to something. If anybody had been spared of household chores, it would have been Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha, the queen of Jannah. But she used to tend to the camel of Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Can you imagine mucking out stables, cleaning out the, the dirt uh, um, and the feces of the camel, giving it food, tending to it? There used to be blisters on her hands from the use of the millstone while she was grinding wheat and the like. So Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anhu was also extremely hardworking. She endured a lot in this world. And so did all the Sahaba. So in terms of so that's in terms of work, in terms of the lack of clothing, in terms of endurance, in the in the in terms of lack of clothing, Rasulullah sallallahu himself used to borrow clothing from the Sahaba as he didn't have enough himself. Other Sahaba, Hamza radiallahu anhu, Shubhatir ibn Hassan radiallahu anhu, they didn't have any decent clothes to even go to the masjid, so they used to borrow from one another at times. Ali radiallahu anhu, when he married Fatima radiallahu anha, all he had really was a sheepskin which used to be the bedding at night, and it, just used, it, uh, it was used to serve food uh, to the camel during the day. So that very same uh, sheepskin, that is what, used to, uh, what made up the, most of the furniture of the household, subhanAllah. So the Sahaba, the Anbiya, and all true Muslims thereafter underwent so much of adversity. They endured so much in terms of patience, in terms of, uh, for the sake of deen, we understand that we are living, as we mentioned in the beginning, in this instant gratification uh, era, where we want everything instantaneously. We can't even be patient in terms of this world. How will we be able to endure and be patient in terms of, uh, for, for, for the sake of our deen and for the akhirah? We can take the beautiful lessons from the lives of the Sahaba, from the lives of the Anbiya, to understand that we should not be so hasty in everything we are doing. We should endure some patience. We are not saying that people must suffer. They're not saying that people must, must, must undergo adversity. But rather, we must be able to endure. We must be able to have patience. Not only uh, in this worldly life, but for the sake of Akhirah as well. So many times we, we hear stories uh, of people, um, sometimes it may, be, it may be marriages, where both the husband and the wife, depending who's at fault, people do not have patience sometimes. And the marriage can break up very quickly, uh, very soon after making nikah or very soon thereafter. And a lot of the time, not all the time, but a lot of the time, um, it is because people are not able to endure. They're not able to be patient. They, any small thing which, they, which doesn't go according to their fancy, they would like to break off the, the marriage. They want to break off the nikah. In terms of jobs, you know, uh, people are speaking today about millennials and people who are in actual fact quitters for life, subhanAllah, that... Uh, they cannot stick, stay in a certain job for more than a year or two because after, after a few months or after a year or two, they feel, I, I can't take this anymore, I want to move on. And they keep on moving on. They cannot even stay in one job for a long time because of this instant gratification desire which is within them. If you look at road rage, may Allah forgive us all, we are all not patient on the road, but it's also because of people who are not patient on the road. Uh, on, a, on a recent trip, we went uh, with a few with a few brothers, 
and sometimes you'll see amongst amongst ourselves that uh, you know even if you're driving in between cities, somebody will say, you know what, I'm thirsty now, and there's no way that he can endure that thirst for another half an hour. He has to stop immediately and he has to go and do something now. It, it shouldn't be like that. A person should be able to endure, as a person should be able to be patient as well. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa taala to grant us the ability to be patient, to display forbearance, to dis- to display tolerance, to display these uh, sifat which will enable us to live better lives, which will enable us to be to emulate the lives of the Sahaba and of the Anbiya, not only in our worldly life, but we ask Allah taala to grant us the ability to display this and to do this for the sake of the Akhirah, inshallah ta'ala. Jazakallahu khairan. Uh, والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته